following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about them, Cowboys? Yeah! Cowboys! This, this is Mick Shots. Streaming live on DallasCowboys.com and the official Dallas Cowboys app. Now, here are Bill Jones, Savannah Hugh Moeller, Everson Walls, and Mickey Spagnola. It's a Tuesday inside the SWBC podcast studio, and it feels a whole lot like Green Bay outside here in North Texas today. Yes, Packers Week has officially begun, weather-wise and otherwise. we got so much to talk about. we got a lot. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Where do we start? Exactly. Where do we start? Where would you what, like to start? What a genius I am. I'm going to get it out, damn it, right now. No, you, like the rest of us, picked Washington to win oh, last yeah. night. No, that's not it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still one of my flowers for predicting that the the Eagles would lose to the Giants the last game of the season. I called it like, you did, like a three month weeks ago. ago. Yes. That's right. Yes. After you saw, I think you called it after you saw the Eagles come here and lose to the Cowboys That's 33 right. to 10. That's I think right. it was after that. They're not beating Everson the Giants. Everson called the not downfall way early not, on. They're not beating them mm-hmm. twice. That's what I said. Okay, thank you. I don't know that you said that they would lose. I don't know that you said they would lose four out of their last five games. No, did not say that. (laughs) I just knew the Giants would give them hell. That's all. Two games. Two games. I think that's what it is. It's like four out of five now. Mm -hmm. Something like that. It is four out of five. It is going on five out of six when Mm -hmm. Baker Mayfield takes care of them on Monday night. They are going to blitz them to death. (laughs) They're going. He's going to. Hurts going to see so many blitzes. That's going to be a tough one. I think they're going to lose. You sure it's not five out of six? Talk to it me. It may be. I don't Talk know. Talk to me. I'm trying we'll to remember. We'll I remember. Look. We'll look it up. But Savannah, it. Savannah had something that she was going to start us off with. That's right. But I interrupted. Oh, so. I mean, I was going to say the committee all uh, decided the Huskies last night, and you know, it didn't <laughs> turn out in our favor Man. for the Big Shots crew. Why Sorry, did, guys. Why didn't we take into account tough physical football? I went with yeah. playmakers instead, and those mm-hmm. playmakers got shut down by they tough sure physical football, and that's how you win football games. In fact, if you go back to look at the last two national champions, those Georgia Bulldogs, they didn't win it with the quarterback and the wide receiver. They they won it with those front seven guys on defense. And those DBs yeah. in the back were tight. Mm-hmm. They were tight on those wide receivers. Well, it's right. easy to yeah. be tight when you're – Defensive front is in the backfield. What the is game. man? Did they block anybody at any time during the game? God, number seventy three was apologizing. I was just all getting night ready long. to say seventy three, right? And then, right. and any time they hit a big play, it was a hold, right? Yeah. And even some questionable holds, uh, but they didn't mind Michigan grabbing jerseys and stretching well, them easy. out. That was an easy call. I mean, the running back's right there. He's being held here. And they can't get to him. I don't know why. Or the DBs. Calls. It was amazing. But no. we've seen that before. No, but Michigan deserved that. They, they, they came definitely out did. Real good. Well, the amazing thing was it was a one-score game late in the third quarter. The Washington mm-hmm. defense, they, they started playing. You know, 13-20 for a minute. Mm-hmm. You know? Like, then they just they couldn't hold on anymore. They couldn't hold on any longer. Could not. And in, uh, uh, this just in from Philadelphia, they have lost five of their last That's six what games. That's I thought. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So... Uh, and Did so, it start with the Cowboys? 
It actually do. started with San Francisco. San Francisco, then the, the week Cowboys. before the Cowboys. Okay. So it, it's it was San Francisco, it was Dallas, it was Jackson Smith and Jigba, and then they beat the Giants at home, and then it was Kyler Murray, and then it was the Giants again. Mm-hmm. And they were and now it's about to be Baker Mayfield. They were fortunate enough to beat the, the Giants at home too, right? It was like a yeah, it was close three game. point game yeah. or so, yeah. one score game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, has Harbaugh landed anywhere yet? <laughs> <laughs> That's what, you know he's out of there, right? I know uh, where I'd like him to land. Ann Arbor? Where would you like him to land there, Savannah? Oh, the L.A. Chargers. Oh, that's right. right. San Diego girl. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. He has experience coaching in San Diego. Of course, they don't play in San Diego anymore. (laughs) He was at the University of San Diego about 20 years ago. Well, if you're before Stanford. I did not know that. Yep. You know, if you're looking at landing spots, you got to pick a quarterback, right? And who's got a quarterback of all these teams that – Chargers. Fired their head coaches, Chargers. the Chargers, right? Mm-hmm. Herbert. So, so you don't want to see Belichick out there with with Herbert? No. <laughs> I mean, he's still got a job. He keeps saying that, uh-huh. right? <laughs> yeah, he keeps saying that. Yeah, <laughs> I'm I under contract. Know. I'm not going anywhere. Did you see the? I don't know what Patriot player it was. I just heard about it. A uh, quote that uh, a Patriots player had said yesterday. Um, that, okay, if they let go Belichick, then Kraft's going to go look for the best coach out there. And so the play, Patriots play, so he's going to rehire Belichick. Then. <laughs> oh, gosh. That's good. That's it was good. good. Oh, I'll say, speaking of Patriots players, uh, Zeke, somebody asked him um, if he's going to watch the Cowboys and, and pull for his former teammates. And uh, he said, He'd try to make it to the Cowboys playoff game, and he definitely plans to pull up and support them. Of course. So. Uh-huh. Of course he is. Love that. Mm-hmm. Love that from Zeke. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, he's yep. campaigning he for a job next year. That's right. It's <laughs> <laughs> pending free agency. Uh, would you give up a uh, – if you're Atlanta, would you give up the eighth pick in the draft uh, to make a trade with the Patriots for their head coach? Yes. Okay, you've played for him before. Yeah, I would. You, yes, if, you're the, if you're the Falcons, and say you got the eight pick in the draft, mm-hmm. you would give up the first round draft pick, make a trade with the Patriots to get Belichick as your coach. Belichick could win with that team. He could win with, with that team. With, in Atlanta. In Atlanta. Who's, he could win with that team. Who's the quarterback? It don't matter. He'll make them work. He'll I can make get one with my eighth. He'll yeah, with the eight, the that's what you're round. giving up, basically. Is uh, and then you, you they they got a whole bunch of uh, top picks, even with the coach that they had with Arthur. It was his name, Arthur, Arthur Smith. Smith. Yeah, they had a whole lot of with nice Arthur. <laughs> Come on, with Arthur. <laughs> the, oh, the, Arthur. Basically, there were too Arthur. many. There were too many Arthurs in Atlanta, <laughs> right. and, and so the guy with the higher with the, with the bigger check, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> who writes the, the big check, pin, said, yeah. "Okay, I don't need another Arthur." They picked a lot of top draft picks, offensive-minded draft picks, and they didn't work out. So the picks aren't the problem. It's the system. Well, they traded some too, right? Mm-hmm. Or traded for what, the wide receiver. They they got rid of Julio Jones. Julio Jones, Yeah, right? they traded a whole draft. To... Is Patterson still there? Uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's getting heavy. 
He looks bigger, bigger every year. <laughs> he went from this really nice looking slot receiver. All of a sudden, he's like a. And he became a running back. <laughs> right. And now he's, he's he back to being a kick like returner, a which is. Right. Yeah. And he's about to be a free agent, by the way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There you go. Uh, and um, my understanding, and just to pull back the curtain, uh, I was late getting in here. I got here a minute before getting fined because I was looking for a parking place. <laughs> mm-hmm. And the producer Supreme informs me there's been another NFL uh, vacancy in the time that I was looking for a parking place. We already discussed that. Savannah gave us the update on mm-hmm. it, I believe. On the air? No. no. Oh, okay. no. <laughs> no. I was like, wait, wait, I don't recall this. She let us. No. Okay, then Savannah, we need the breaking news sounder, producer Supreme, for Savannah wait, to report. We, wait, what are we talking about? Oh, maybe, maybe it was Everson. It was Everson. Oh, okay. Everson. Sorry. Okay. Everson's, Everson's going like to provide it. handing out you credit, right? You can pass parking. it to me, but well, I don't know what we're While I was parking, about. breaking news sounder, Everson, deliver the news from Nashville. Vrabel is out. Mike Vrabel fired after six seasons. Mm-hmm. So is that six now? Uh, Something like spots? that. The guy was coach of the year in 2022. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, two years was. ago, he's coach of the he year. Sure was, he, uh, and and uh, this just in, Mike Vrabel just got hired <laughs> somewhere. <laughs> I can't see him. He, he doesn't he's seem like a, 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 a charger. Coach guy. of the year in 2021. He seems, like a, he seems like a Patriots head coach. He really does. He That's, seems like a guy that will go to the Patriots. Hmm. Yeah, he's got that tough-minded. And, you know, I always brought up his style of coaching along with the Ravens on how I thought the Cowboys should have, you know, that mindset that they should have, the toughness that they have. And he, was, he embodied that for 2022, but I guess not for 23. How about the scene last night? They're showing it on NFL Network right now uh, as uh, uh, John Harbaugh, his flight was delayed leaving Baltimore, yeah. uh, and so he arrived at the stadium in Houston uh, during the game and that on the sideline. Cool. That was em- very cool. That embraces was his brother. Aww. They already had a fourteen. If, if they were down fourteen to three, uh, I'm not sure they would approached him on the sideline. <laughs> even being his brother. He didn't have time for a fourteen to three yeah. at the time. I mean, yeah. when he tapped him on the shoulder. Jim kind of looks over at the guy like, who's who's trying to talk to me right, right He now? had his head down, his hands on his knees. <laughs> yeah, and he was in that mode. Yeah, he, he was, was in, in coach mode. mode, and then yeah. he looked up. Oh, oh, oh hey, hello. what are you doing here, buddy? I know Mom you. and dad are upstairs. <laughs> I, I guess he could say, hey, bro. Huh? Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, and the only reason that uh, John Harbaugh was able to do that was because they got a first-round bye. They had the best record in the mm-hmm. AFC. So, otherwise, well, he, he, he would have been hard to work He knows his brother is a little tightly wounded. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's, he's. You think? Yeah, he's. They talk. I, I remember watching sixty minutes or something, and they were t- he was talking about how anal he is. Which uh, one? Jim is anal. Okay, yeah. Uh, John oh, imagine back. That's shocking. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you can see it. That was the pose he had. And, and Mickey, you being the longtime Chicago Bears fan, I always thought Harbaugh, the spot for Harbaugh is in Chicago. Although it looks like Matt Eberflus, I think he saved his job. Right? Yeah. How did he yeah. save his job? Well, they finished strong this year. Came on strong at the yeah. end. So true. Well, but you if, know who else saved his job? If you remember, there was people putting Mike Tomlin someplace. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Every year. He saves his job every right? year. Someplace. And now he's in the playoffs. Uh-huh. <laughs> Maybe that's why they were putting him someplace. But, you know, you, went, you, you get into the playoffs over a team that had nothing to gain. Yeah. By the, you know, so. And they barely won. Well, did you see the weather? Yeah, it was bad. I could vouch for it because that's what we landed in. Speaking of weather, um, 
how about the Dolphins? Okay, so if they win on Sunday night, they get to play at home. Okay, they've got the number two seed, right? Yeah, right. they have the two seed, and they not only would play at home the first round, but uh, be, be, be in the Cowboys' position That's where if they it. win, they're basically Same they're position. at home until they Same play Baltimore. Position. Okay, but they lose. And they have to go to Kansas City. And have you seen the weather forecast for Kansas City? Saturday, it's it's a Saturday night game in Kansas City. (laughs) So they go from my (laughs) snow in the forecast. Oh, it's it's. I don't know if there's snow, but there's cold. It's cold. It's cold. (laughs) It's supposed to be cold. And there's wind in Kansas City. There always is. Uh, Are you looking ahead to Savannah to the okay the high? On Saturday, the high in Kansas City will be 11 degrees. <laughs> the low, 2 degrees. But get this. It's a Saturday night game. Right. <laughs> the low on Sunday in Kansas City is minus 9 degrees, <laughs> which I assume is going to happen. Well, it may happen later in the day because the low Monday is minus 11, and the low Tuesday is minus 18. Mm. This is ice bowl cold, stuff. That's cold. Oh, But wow. no precipitation. Speaking uh, of cloudy Saturday, Sunday, yeah. No, no uh, precip is happening on Friday there. Sixty percent chance of snow. So the Packers probably consider themselves very lucky. Yes, they are. Mm-hmm. Even though they have to travel. So the Dolphins went into that. They could have been like the Cowboys, but they turned into the Eagles. They're, they're going to have a roof. Right. Have and the other the thing that's scenario. happening with them is they're the injuries are just left and right they you know they lost both their edge right jalen phillips thanksgiving and then new year's they lose bradley chubb and then they lost van ginkle and they lost another linebacker jerome baker so and tyreek hill keeps dropping and 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 they've been without waddle and mostert here the last couple weeks too so tell me what uh, injuries do matter huh tell me what we know about uh, things right now here uh Mike McCarthy's not into reflecting anymore. He's a Cowboy head coach and didn't want to talk about last year or 2016 or anything. Uh, So I thought that was a healthy approach for him. Although someone asked him about, well, what about the family? They talking about it? He goes, can't control the family. (laughs) (laughs) So... uh, and I think the uh, injury update continues to be uh, optimistic about uh, Tyler Smith possibly being able to practice this week on a limited basis. Uh, and not only the head coach saying that, um, the medical people saying that, but Stephen Jones said it, and uh, so and and Jerry said it today that uh, he was optimistic. I think they're also optimistic on Stefan Gilmore. Uh, the MRI didn't show any significant damage, so uh, probably doesn't practice, I'm guessing, Wednesday and Thursday, but uh, I think he'll be questionable. So if they can get those two guys back and get uh, Zach Martin uh, ready to go, they're going to be in pretty good health shape going into this game. Stephon Gilmore's MRI went better than Ja Morant's MRI yesterday, Everson. Mm-hmm. Subluxation of the shoulder. And, right. Yeah. And, I saw that last night, and I said, oh, I hope 
uh, we don't get some news on on a same thing, same right. same type of injury on yeah. Stefan. So well, sometimes when you have that, it, you know, you really damage the ligaments in there. That's what happens. So There's a labral loose. tear for yeah. Morant. And yeah, that's what that's you're, what you're hoping about. that. Yeah, and so fortunately for Gilmore, they didn't see that, and so he's as he said in Got the a chance room after the game. He's mm-hmm. going to be good to go. I wonder what they would do. Uh, if he couldn't play, if they make Igbenogany well, uh, active? Well, it, he would be active, right? Would he be the guy, or are they going to start in the Sean Wright over there? What's your other choice? Nobody, right? Because mm-hmm. you got to leave Lewis in the slot. That's mm-hmm. that's a tough spot. Um, yeah, th- that, that would be significant. So from an injury standpoint, they're good. And uh, so we were just asking the question uh, a week or so ago: Which position group are you most concerned about? Yeah, I know. About? And we were talking and linebacker, we're, uh, right? and we were talking offensive line. <laughs> yeah. And then it's how, it's just amazing how tenuous things are at any any position group this time of the year. Well, they got through with the offensive line starting two backups. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they may have found something in T.J. Bass and Brock Hoffman, or as Dak called him in the press conference, BTB, Big Time Brock. That's, that's his nickname, right? And Dak, and Dak says, well, and they say, why do you call him that? He goes, he's the enforcer on that offensive line. Mm-hmm. He'll come to my – and he did he a did. couple times he in the sure game, did. right? Uh-huh. Yeah. So well, Savannah talked about that yesterday. You were impressed with his physicality I even was. after his feistiness. He, he, yeah. he was a standout for me in that mm-hmm. game. He was mm-hmm. pretty good. Yeah, I like to see him getting getting in those reps too. You know, it's good practice for him and TJ Bass to to get out there because you just never know what will happen. And like you said yesterday, I mean, he he found out last minute that he was going into the game, and he you couldn't really notice it. They blocked for Dak, and that's what you have to do going forward. Ran the ball and didn't give up a sack. So on the touchdown drive where Pollard scored the touchdown, um, the uh, blocking up front was uh, was Excellent. yeah. Excellent. And you saw it on, and maybe the play that you're talking about, mm-hmm. where the 16-yard run, however long it was, where Pollard got down to the one-yard line, and then Hoffman was the guy behind him trying to push him into the end zone. Right. And uh, <laughs> and uh, Bass made a, a nice block on that on that longer run too. There was so. another key run that Lipke. They followed. Lip, I can't remember if it was a may, on the touchdown that run. The it was Lipke. Right. Uh, that was a lead blocker. Was that there. in the fourth? second? That w- what? Fourth quarter? No. Well, the Pollard touchdown was in the second quarter. Right, the uh, Lipke one. Yeah. Fourth, right. We'll look. He made he made a key block on. Uh, Don't you're not supposed to mention Lipke. Remember? <laughs> no, you're we not can't. supposed to oh. mention. You're <laughs> not supposed to. Everybody else can help. mention Lipke. You are not supposed to mention. <laughs> can I mention Lipke blocking? You yes. can. Okay. You we, can. So it's fine to mention for me to mention Lipke. <laughs> they blocking. can mention Lipke all they want. You can't mention him. Let's just be clear about that. I didn't clarify. <laughs> I did hear you though. I'm not mentioning, <laughs> even though he was my he was my podcast pick to score the first rushing touchdown in the game. Oh, so it was on the first and goal at the one, and I wrote down 
he took out two guys yeah. at the same time. I think he stumbled in there. And kind stumbled of... in. <laughs> <laughs> he tripped over. No. <laughs> it was a very physical block. No, nah, just so you know, I'm just joking about Lippy. I'm, yeah. I'm hoping, I'm the hoping reason, he can and redeem the story, himself. The backstory nice. is because I was the one that was raving about Hunter Lipke after that last preseason game and came in here and said, you know what? I think he's got a chance to make this team. Mm-hmm. And then you said after a while, you know, when we needed someone on the red zone and we weren't having you know what? Maybe we could give him the ball in the red zone. <laughs> and sure enough, somebody and heard you. And then they, he fumbled. Well, he didn't fumble. It was the exchange. No, it was <laughs> They charged the fumble to Dak. So Did they really? I think so. Whoa, did they? I, they I did. did not know. Uh-huh. I still don't think he thought he was supposed to get the ball. I don't think so either. Because uh-huh. if you fumble it, you stop and go for the ball. Right? He was like, ah. He was into the end zone. I scored. They give the fumble to the last one who had his hands on the ball. Okay, and he had because his he's stomach. supposed to take it. He's got to <laughs> yeah. take it. It's, like here, it's, dude. It's not who has, who's just the last one to have his stomach on the ball. It's the boy who had his hands oh, on He man. just carried out the he fake and perfectly. Going, boy, right that now. was excellent. Yeah. All right, and we're going to keep on going. Another <laughs> segment of Mix Shots still to come. Hmm. I'm Dak Prescott, quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. And they snap it to Prescott, who looks right. It's not there. He escapes left. He'll run for a first down. Just like football, when it comes to crypto, it's important to have a team you can trust. With blockchain.com, I know I'm in good hands. Since 2011, they've been trusted by millions around the world to buy, sell, and trade cryptocurrency. Prescott's going to run this himself. Run it up the middle, and he scores. Whether you're new to crypto or an active trader, they've got you covered. What are you waiting for? Get started at blockchain.com. We know that juicy, cheesy, grilled-to-perfection burger sounds amazing, but it does sound like something is missing. Pepsi, baby! The yin to this burger's yang. Burgers and Pepsi go together like, well, like burgers and Pepsi. This perfect blending of flavors makes every bite of lettuce, every sesame seed on the bun, and every sip of that crisp, refreshing, ice-cold cola. A journey to Foodopia. Burgers, better with Pepsi. That's what I like. The Medal of Honor is our country's highest military award for valor in combat. More than 40 million individuals have served in the armed forces since the Civil War. Fewer than 4,000 have received the Medal of Honor. The National Medal of Honor Museum will be a place to preserve these legacies and inspire America. It's being built right next door to the Dallas Cowboys in Texas. Help us honor our country's greatest heroes. Learn more and get involved at mohmuseum.org. Did you know that responding to one spam call can lead to more? Or that the IRS would never ask for your social security number on the phone? Beat scammers at their own game by subscribing to AARP Fraud Watch Network alerts and texts. At aarp.org slash beatscammerstx, you can sign up to receive information that helps you recognize and avoid the latest scams. That's aarp.org slash beatscammerstx. Mick Shots. K Post Roofing and Waterproofing, the official roofer of the Dallas Cowboys. And Mick Shots continues now. Jerry talks on Tuesday on the fan. Anything of note that we should know about? Um, he was asked near the end about Mike McCarthy and, you know, does he get an extension? And 
And Jerry goes, well, we'll just look at what he's done and uh, how happy I am with everything that's happened. And he's got another year left on his original contract. And I don't think it's even a topic to talk about, just like that. Mm -hmm. But he did say he was very proud of uh, if any of his assistants or Will gets feel, uh, Will McClay gets feelers uh, for potential jobs. Uh, you know, Will's got a really good job. He just doesn't have the title. But he's got the say-so, and probably the most say-so of anybody in the organization whose last name is not Jones. Mm -hmm. Uh, So he's got a pretty good job here. If it was, I'll take if that you as a gonna, compliment. If, if you if you were going to compare him to uh, any situation, like if it was Godfather, he would be. He's the, the next con, dude. The, the consigliere. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, absolutely. That, he would be that. Yeah, he got he, he's got all the power, but he's he's very quiet. And he and he knows how to kind of go between front mm-hmm. office and the coaching staff. You know, that's the thing on all of these, like the head coach openings or GM openings, it's who you're working with that is probably the mm-hmm. number one thing. Right. And people who don't know the inner workings of how it's done here in Dallas and just say that, oh, it's Jerry Jones that's doing everything and he doesn't listen to anybody, he just does whatever he wants to do, that is the biggest fallacy in the world. Yeah. And 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 there's and other... so for a guy like Will McClay, he know he's he knows the the Joneses so well, mm-hmm. and Will what he recommends he knows it's getting listened to and respected, and he doesn't if he went someplace else he doesn't have that relationship. Mm-mm. No, he's the general manager, but he's answering to an owner that he doesn't really know. Mm-hmm. And there's always other things that come into uh, into play when you. Have a sometimes have a coaching change. Uh, I was so this is off the subject, but um, LSU hired Missouri's defensive coordinator, and I was like, oh, I didn't donate enough money. Right? <laughs> that was my first jokingly, right? And then I found out that like a couple weeks earlier, they had given Baker a raise to 1.9 million, and he was going to be the highest paid assistant. Uh, in college, who's who's Baker, the Cowboys' defensive coordinator. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> Who, by the way, uh, the guy that shut Wait. down Ohio State. Wait, the, the, which, the which Missouri, Missouri, Missouri's defensive. defensive. Okay. We all had a puzzled look. Yeah. Cow, okay, I was. Okay. I was trying to follow. And so, <laughs> and so, uh, my reaction was, well, they they bought him out, right? Well, they gave him two point two million. Mm-hmm. Well, that's not that much. At, Ella, at, at LSU, LSU okay. right? And then I kept reading. And he had been there previously uh-huh. and was fired. Uh, they got rid of the whole defensive staff. He was the linebackers coach, right? But I kept reading, and then it pointed out that he is married to a former uh, scholarship soccer player from LSU. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking Mama wanted to go home. Mm-hmm. And so I think that had something to do maybe with the decision from a financial standpoint making it almost a lateral decision. So you never know, like with Will, he's got family stuff, right? Mm -hmm. And he may not want to leave Dallas. Uh, So there's always those things to consider, too, Mm -hmm. when it comes to that. 
Very good. And by the that way, cleared up. I was wondering why that where Missouri we were going. Coordinator left. Yeah, I was trying to tie <laughs> that. Bill all didn't together. want to hear that uh, Missouri crap, man. He didn't want to hear another. <laughs> you know, you've done well when they start stealing your coaches, <laughs> right. right? That is true. And hey, Missouri round. I think the rankings came out this morning, and they finished eighth in the country. They moved up a spot. Number eight. When's the last That's time great. Missouri finished eighth in the country? It's been uh, probably either 2014, 13, and then 2007. Chase Daniel years. That's right. Where's OU? Way back. Damn. And should be way back. Got to get those defensive linemen. Up. I want to see Got to look up. Got to get those defensive linemen. Gets back to again, and it, this translates to the NFL too, is you get those big guys in the trenches who move people around. And since we had a couple of minutes left here, uh, we know who the Cowboys are playing next year. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, the six games in the NFC East, uh, they play uh, the four teams in the NFC South and the AFC North. And since they won the division, they've got to play the other two first-place teams in the NFC, which is San Francisco and Detroit. And the seventeenth game is Houston. So, do you have the home in the way on that uh, in front of you? I don't. I shouldn't have said that on the air. I should let you get find that before I. I had it circled here in the paper. Uh, see how I had. I was trying to is? commit it to memory, <laughs> and I want to say the AFC North teams coming here were Cincinnati and Baltimore, or maybe they've got Baltimore. Detroit, Houston, Baltimore, New Orleans, Tampa Bay, and Cincinnati. So, so the AFC North team's coming here, here. at home. The home games against the AFC North are Baltimore and Cincinnati. Cincinnati. So you got Lamar Jackson and Joe Burrow coming right. here. Right, and on the road it's Pittsburgh. And then and you Cleveland. also have Houston coming here. So you got C.J. Stroud, correct, the quarterback. And then who is it again on the NFC? NFC. Carolina and Carol- Atlanta are on the road. Okay, and one's coming here from the NFC oh, South. Oh, the, uh, New, New Orleans, Orleans and Tampa Bay. Okay. Okay. So you got to play three, three of the four uh, division NFC division winners. And you know, I was thinking maybe that first place schedule caught up with Philadelphia. Not that they lost to having to play the first place teams from the year before and maybe that's a reason we haven't had a repeat winner in the nfc east <laughs> since <laughs> it's because of the nfl yeah. schedule makers who years. you're playing first place te- teams from other divisions and not second place teams and, from other divisions and it, you'd like to say it's only two games but then it's really lot, three now with the, the, with the 17 game, because Houston know. and the and the reason Houston is coming here it would have been Jacksonville if Jacksonville won the game the other day because the crossover the, the one crossover game Houston finished first in the AFC South right and it would have been if it was they were going to play the first place team from the AFC South it would have right. been Jacksonville if they had won the other day yeah and by the way this is all planned out so there's a you formula can, you can go to 2025 and you'll know what the rotation is other than uh, who, what place you finish in. So, uh, But anyway, yeah, that's a, that's a pretty stout schedule. Okay, I want to, when we come back here, I want you to think about the game on Sunday and what, what from, the, from the Washington game on Sunday bodes well 
for this week's game against Green Bay. I kind of go off the radar a little bit. Got that already. Okay. All right. right. When we come back here on Mix Shots. The Medal of Honor is our country's highest military award for valor in combat. More than 40 million individuals have served in the armed forces since the Civil War. Fewer than 4,000 have received the Medal of Honor. The National Medal of Honor Museum will be a place to preserve these legacies and inspire America. It's being built right next door to the Dallas Cowboys in Texas. Help us honor our country's greatest heroes. Learn more and get involved at mohmuseum.org. Cowboys football and Miller Lite. What a pairing. Can cracks a kickoff. Tailgates going way past postgame. Sunday night overtimes followed by Monday morning swagger. Brisket in the smoker. Miller Lite in the cooler. America's team playing America's greatest sport. Miller Lite, the only beer of the Dallas Cowboys. Dallas Cowboys football tastes like Miller time. Celebrate responsibly. 2023 Miller Brewing Company, Fort Worth, Texas. Did you know that responding to one spam call can lead to more? Or that the IRS would never ask for your social security number on the phone? Beat scammers at their own game by subscribing to AARP Fraud Watch Network alerts and texts. At aarp.org slash beatscammerstx, you can sign up to receive information that helps you recognize and avoid the latest scams. That's aarp.org slash beatscammerstx. You know that sound anywhere. It's the crisp crunch of that first nacho chip. With its perfect cheese to sour cream ratio sitting atop a layer of delicious beans, it's a sip away from perfection. That's what we're looking for. Add a delicious, refreshing Pepsi and we've achieved absolute nacho nirvana. Because while you can pile those nachos high with every spicy, cheesy, savory topping, there's no topping a cool Pepsi finish. Nachos, better with Pepsi. That's what I like. To mixed shots. Sean Polite is your 2023 Cowboys Fan of the Year, and now he needs your help. Vote for Sean to be given the ultimate title of NFL Fan of the Year presented by <laughs> Captain Morgan. Bless you. <laughs> by casting your so vote at NFL.com slash Fan of the Year. She's flawless, man. Give me a bless you and then still didn't mess up. Uh-huh. That's good stuff. Good job. <laughs> Do you have a cough button? <laughs> I don't know. That could be used for sneezes, I don't know. I didn't too. know what to do. With you know what? By the time I, I was over, I was like, does, I shouldn't be over here. He hits it with his leg all yeah, the time. Yeah, sorry. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> by the time you go down there and look for it, it's too late. Right, exactly. <laughs> the sneeze was okay. pending. When you, when you got to go, you got to go. Got to go. <laughs> all right. Um, I asked the question prior to the break. What was it, uh, if you can think of things that uh, bode well going forward that happened in the game on Sunday? Maybe go off the radar a little bit. I'm not talking necessarily starters that we kind of know about, Uh but things that happened in that game that think might be able to benefit the Cowboys in the postseason. Uh What comes to mind? Well, the first thing comes to mind is that, and I understand – uh, the personnel deficiencies that Washington had uh, on defense, uh, but the Cowboys were able to run for 131 yards, mm-hmm. and they were effective. Uh, it was efficient. And looking at uh, stats for what they're worth, Green Bay finished 28th against the run. Uh, so I think if you can force them 
to concentrate on your running game, that's going to open up things hugely for Dak and CD and Cooks and whoever else they want to throw the ball to. It was, it was really uh, fortunate on how we drove down and answered. Right. And it, it was mostly with the run. Yeah. You know, we didn't do a lot of passing, but it was mostly, and mostly with the run. they kind of stuck with it. it. Stuck with it and went down there, took the lead. Right. That made me feel good. So I think that, uh, and then the fact that, and again, I understand <laughs> what was the line from the when they were going to play the the Rams when they were winless that year. It's the Rams, dude. I understand it was the Commanders, dude. Mm-hmm. But they held them to 50 yards rushing, and I thought that that was the one thing that they would hang their hat on uh, with their uh, running backs. And it didn't work out. And the one thing that the uh, Packers have been doing well lately, uh, other than the improvement of of love, uh, is running the football. And they had two guys uh, finishing with uh, at least 600 yards rushing, uh, Dylan and Aaron Jones. And so I would imagine they would like to come in here and control uh, the ball by running the football. Uh, and I know that sounds very basic. Mm-hmm. Oh, you got to run the ball and control. Mm-hmm. But for the Cowboys, when they've had problems in the playoffs, they have not stopped the opposing team's mm-hmm. running game. Or, or have, have any running or, game or have, themselves. Or themselves. Right. So uh, I'm going to assume they can throw the ball. I'm going to assume they can move the ball uh, throwing it. But at times you have to be able to run the football and stop the run. And I would imagine coming on the road – uh, into what they hope is a home field disadvantage, Green Bay. They want to run the football. Hmm. They don't want to get into mm-hmm. uh, having to go shotgun all the time with the amount of noise that I'm sure they're anticipating. Mm-hmm. For me, what my biggest takeaway was from the Commanders game, which I loved seeing, was the ability to pressure Sam Howell. Yeah. So when you look at D-Law and what he did out there and being able to kind of, you know, stop a couple of those passes from going through. And not only that, but Dante Fowler, too. Yes. Big standout for me <laughs> right. on Sunday. So I think Fowler's he, like the super sub. You know, right? He comes in and he makes things happen I was really like, well. where did this come from? <laughs> right. I love it. See, that's why you've got a veteran guy like yes. that on, yeah. your, yes. uh, on your team. It's not so much the the... 17 game regular season. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. that guy. These are the moments. Yeah, yeah. that's right. It was so funny yeah. when uh, they're, they're fighting for the stats, right? Uh, Howell fell down. I don't think he was necessarily touched. And Fowler just was breaking his neck to get over there and touch him so he could be the one <laughs> to get the sack. And when he touched him, he was running so fast, he went about 10 more yards. Been like, ooh, that, did I get that? Is that mine? Is that mine? Like, no, it's, 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 it's yours. Well, and and think about it um, to support what Savannah said. So they had four sacks in the game. The previous four games, they had one in each. Mm-hmm. So the pressure improved. And not only four sacks, but they also had uh, seven quarterback hits and five tackles for losses. Uh, so that tells me that they were very disruptive. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the other thing is, and I always look at this, when it says six passes defensed, mm-hmm. Well, to me, that means he's being forced to throw into tight situations. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's not always the DB. If he's under pressure, 
he doesn't have time to sit there and you know do the eeny meeny miny right. moe thing, right? right? That, that he's got to get. He rid can't of the find ball. the gap. They, yeah, the gap is disappearing. They try to find the right. gap. Yeah, there's and, no alleyway. And so I thought, from a defensive standpoint, uh, and again. As I continue to say, it would have been a shutout mm-hmm. if it wasn't for those two goofy <laughs> right. plays, right? right? So, yeah, that very good point. And uh, here's the thing, too, is uh, Jordan Love, he's thrown 1,075 yards, nine touchdowns, zero interceptions in his last four mm-hmm. games. I think pressuring him is going to be my key thing going into Sunday. You no have doubt. to get pressure on Jordan Love. Make that young boy feel it. Mm-hmm. Well, if you think about it, his improved play was the difference between starting 2 and 5 mm-hmm. and finishing 7 and 3. No doubt. Mm-hmm. They uh, said he's done stuff that even uh, Aaron Rodgers nor Brett Favre did uh, as rookies. So he's come through and played well and they they have the the uh, production of an Aaron Rodgers but without the headache. Yeah. Yeah. And 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 to also kind of confirm what Savannah said, "If you take it through their ten game last ten games when they went seven and three, mm-hmm. uh, he completed seventy percent of his passes for two average two sixty six a game, and twenty one touchdowns and only three interceptions. Right. So his improved play helped them uh, to get into the playoffs with the uh, last last playoff. So spot. one of the hottest teams in the league right now is coming to town. Now, having said yes. that, their last five games. I wanted have, to point that out have, next. But uh, go ahead. Okay, <laughs> have been at the Giants, which was a two point loss. Tampa Bay, which is a division winner. Okay, but they lost by fourteen. Then they beat Carolina by three, and they beat Minnesota handily, and then they beat Chicago. Mm-hmm. So let's point out that but, Carolina finished two and fifteen. Mm-hmm. Uh, Minnesota so seven struggling and ten. Where they were on their eighth quarterback, right? Uh, Minnesota they, seven and ten, and they were backup quarterback. That's what right? I mean. Yeah. Minnesota was on their yeah. eighth. I mean, it was their fourth. But. And then the Bears. <laughs> and then the Bears seven, uh, seven and ten. Right. But prior to that, yes. and this is where they turned around their season. They beat the Chargers when the Chargers were still uh, viable. Yeah, viable. A three-point win. Thanksgiving Day, I remember turning on my TV and watching the Packers get up on the Lions. Mm-hmm. And I was like, whoa, this Jordan Love mm-hmm. looks like the lights come on for him. And they beat the Lions on the road Thanksgiving Day. And then they follow up that with a win against Kansas City to get to 500 at 6-6. Six and six. Yep. Now, after that, they lost two to the Giants in Tampa Bay, but now they've won three in a row. Mm-hmm. So my guy uh, from the other day that I think could could bode well in a limited role, but we'll see, is Peyton Hendershot. And it by the plays that he made in that game, not only the block punt, but also the catching the ball on the hurdle shows that he is healthy. And when yes. we came into this season, I was confident Jake Ferguson would do what Jake Ferguson has done, and which why I was not concerned at all about Dalton Schultz going to Houston. Mm-mm. But couple him with Peyton Hendershot and what he can do as well and the <clears throat> athleticism that Hendershot has as another receiving threat at tight end. And also, now what you can see, he's got some athleticism mm-hmm. that um, because of his ankle injury at, in the middle of the season, obviously he was put on injured reserve, and now he's back 
clearly fully healthy again, and I think that they can use that in a in some sort of role, right. even if it's just on special teams or whatever, where he can make an impact in these postseason games. Yeah, the, the fact that we want to go to CD so much, which is a good thing, uh, we have really kind of fallen into a pattern. I think Hendershot could take us out of that pattern. Mm-hmm. You know, give us another option. And not just Ferguson, because they know we're going to come back with Ferguson and Cooks. Absolutely. But with this guy coming in here, some key moments, but he's got to make the plays, Bill. Mm-hmm. He's got to make the plays. Right. You know, we can't have, you know, hey, I had it. No, we got to make the plays. He's got to be that professional for us. Well, right even now. look at Tolbert. With his, I mean, he caught the first touchdown made in the, the game. Play. I like seeing him get more involved, too. He made the play. That He could have easily been, oh, this is not my moment. With- oh, he threw it back shoulder. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was alerted enough to do that. That's, that's just the, making the play. It looked right. easy, but that was not an easy play. And here's the example from a game that's happened on Saturday night. Tyler Goodson, the backup running back who only had six catches all year, bless his heart, he gets thrown into that fourth down situation, and you just got to, even though the throw is offline, you got to make the catch to get the first down. And so to your point, when it comes to Hendershot, he's got to make the catch, whatever. He's been having some issues, but, you know, we put all that behind us because right now everything's about optimism. To me, uh, if I'm going to look at anything positive that came out of that game, it was a lot. But... We have really, I think in the last couple of games, I'd say even three weeks, the penalty situation (laughs) has been under control. We had two penalties for 20 yards. If I'm not mistaken, we didn't have our first penalty until the third quarter. Yep. That's pretty impressive. Yes, that's, that's right. pretty impressive. Really good. And I think last week we did very well also in regards to just keeping the penalties at a minimum to where it's not going to hurt us. You're going to have penalties, but we were making such big penalties in bad situations. The timing was horrible. This time it looks like we've got that under control, and it has not stalled out any of our drives. We don't need anything to come back to be a, a hindrance for us in the playoffs. Everything needs to be to where if we're going to be hurt by someone, it's going to be by the opponent, not by ourselves. And no better example of that than last night. Mm-hmm. Even when Washington looked like they were moving, penalties just sure killed their killed drives. Killed right? the drives. But I got another theory on that. When you're, when you're playing winning football, like you're against – a lot of times those penalties come up when the opponent's kind of dominating mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. and you're hanging on for That's dear right. life, Yeah, right? Just like last night. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and, and, and think about what um, – so the, the, um, in, the, in the last game there against Washington, they had – I think it was two false starts in a row. Well, who was in front of the guy's false mm-hmm. start? It was Michael Parsons, <laughs> right? right? They, they, got, they got jumpy. Yeah. Uh, so – a lot of times those penalties are because the other team's playing really well, to mm-hmm. me anyway. I agree. And you're grabbing yeah. or whatever because yeah. you're getting beat They have the advantage. They yeah. have the advantage. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But that's good because, yeah, those penalties, especially uh, in the playoffs, you're playing against teams that belong in the playoffs. And it's, how, it's amazing how you don't even notice them when you don't have them. Right. They just showed something on TV. They were doing a report from Tampa Bay uh, having to play the Eagles and I think uh, if I saw it correctly, uh, it was the third game of the season, and uh, the Eagles ran for 200 yards. Well, I'm going, okay, 
That was the third game of the season. Mm-hmm. Let's not mm-hmm. actually sit there and go, okay, this is the advantage they're no, going to have. It's a totally different team. Right. Both teams are totally different. Oh, right yeah. Now. And I saw, yeah, the, that Instagram thing from A.J. Brown about one more interception and I'm playing for number four next year. Okay. Right? <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you know, don't use us for father. You yeah, know what I mean? Right? You have to keep that over there. <laughs> Although I also saw this one. I don't know how I stumbled onto it. I must have been reading something else. Uh, you know, Simone Biles is uh, married to the Packers safety, Jonathan mm-hmm. Owens. Yes. And she did on her Instagram. We're coming for you, Dallas. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, she, uh, Tyler, what, what's yeah. her name? Uh, Taylor Swift. Taylor now. Swift, She's yeah. <laughs> got Simone Biles now. Going for and it. she's even from Texas. What's mm-hmm. wrong with her? That's right. Houston right. Any other parting mix shot? No, that's, that's my social media input for the month. <laughs> Tomorrow I want to I wanna go around the room and talk about some of your top playoff games like one of your favorites that you can really remember off the top of your head good one i want to talk about that tomorrow Mm -hmm. that's a tease ain't it yeah about that it doesn't have to be good it could be a disappointment it could could be a disappointment just one that sticks out Mm -hmm. in your mind okay playoff game playoff game okay playoff game playoffs (laughs) (laughs) okay i've got one do you got one i've got a bunch (laughs) are they positive no, it can, it can be either or. You don't have to talk about that one, Everson. <laughs> what do you mean that one? <laughs> he might have another one. You don't know what I'm talking about. You don't have to talk about that one. I'm not talking about that Let, one. Let's, okay, we're going to do this. Like the Michael Parsons and Dak and CD are off limits. That game is that, off that limits. That one's off limits. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> let's put that on the not talk about. Um, I'm thinking a lot of people. We'll have to reevaluate. Well, yeah. right, a lot of people like, oh, I got one. Yeah, I got Everson. Game. <laughs> That's what we do. I'm th- it just in my mind. In my mind. This crap. No, in my mind. I was thinking there's a lot of people listening right now. Going, oh, I know which game Everson's going to pick. If it doesn't have to be a positive one. No, that's not. That's not what I was thinking, like, people. I know I you weren't thinking it, but that's other people I, were thinking. They were thinking I was thinking. Uh-huh, that's right. Yeah. All right. And, and fifty-two to seventeen's off limits. Also. Oh man. Okay. Okay. All right. That's very good. That's tomorrow on Mix Shots. Go Cowboys. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!